Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. And in today's episode, I'm talking about anxiety antidote, a healthy vagus nerve. Why is it that people with anxiety end up having so many different symptoms and sensations? If you think about how our body works, it'll come as no surprise that the vagus nerve is in charge of why people with anxiety are feeling so many different symptoms and sensations. We can feel them in any organ of the body. If you think about it, when people talk to me about being anxious, of course they're talking to me about their very specific anxiety and common anxiety symptoms and sensations, but they also talk to me about having fatigue, digestive problems, food sensitivities. They talk about depersonalization, depression, sleeplessness, brain fog, having low motivation, and the inability to concentrate or OCD and so on. What they are talking about often are things that they are telling me are cropping up since they have been anxious. So I want to talk today about how our vagus nerve very much plays a part in our anxiety and our anxiety plays a part in how our vagus nerve is operating. This will go to show that it's all connected. Now that we know this on a conscious level, we can do something more about it. We have talked about the vagus nerve here many times, but sometimes we forget things. So I wanted to bring it back up again because it's so important to understand and keep this information on a conscious level because we don't want to compartmentalize all of our symptoms. We don't want to say we have sensations here, diseases there, feelings and emotions up here. We don't consider them as being connected usually or as having a root, but they are connected. And I'd like to offer today some ways that you can start to look at your symptoms and sensations that you are attributing to your anxiety, perhaps, and some that you may not be attributing to your anxiety. And that all of this is a part of your body as a whole not just this illness or that body part, but let the vagus nerve tie it all together for you. 
When we look at the body, there is this phenomenal vagus nerve that starts in our brain and it goes down through our body, reaching through all parts and to every organ in our body. And it ends in the abdomen. So I want you to know that vagus means the wanderer. So you can see this is a nerve that wanders all over the body, reaching every organ. And it is a nerve over which we have some control. And I want to talk a bit, little bit about that in a little while, but I just have to put that in there. The vagus nerve reaches our organs. And this conversation between the organs and the brain, of course, being one of them, but it isn't just the brain speaking top down to the body. This vagus nerve has everything speaking in concert as a whole. It isn't just the brain telling everything what to do, but the vagus nerve communication goes both ways so that the brain is getting information from the rest of the body also. So when we're talking about our brain and all of our rest of our organs, we want to think about it having a connector. And this connector is the vagus nerve. Like I said, it reaches from the brain. It gets to the stomach and to the intestines, to the heart, to your liver, to your pancreas, your gallbladder, your kidneys, your spleen. It gets to your lungs, your reproductive organs, your larynx, your pharynx, esophagus, your ears, in your tongue, and so on. We are so sure that these things are happening without any input from us, that these are diseases or these are discomforts. Now, of course they are, but we also have different way of looking at it. And when we can see ourselves as a whole, I believe it helps us to relate to our bodies much better. We have many different reasons and environmental reasons that could be causing us to have illnesses, diseases, from traumas, and so forth. But still, we also have this common denominator, the vagus nerve. And the beauty of understanding and having knowledge about your vagus nerve is that you can consciously work with your vagus nerve when you are aware of it. You can change your vagal tone and increase your own health, and well-being. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical-grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off 
oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So you could look at your vagus nerve like a thermostat. It automatically kicks on to keep everything in perfect balance. This is how we are moving between our sympathetic and our parasympathetic parts of our nervous system. And research has shown that the vagus nerve is vital to many of the crucial yet delicate processes in the body, including things such as our blood sugar, our blood pressure, inflammation, free radicals, oxygen levels in the body, and stress and calm-inducing neurochemicals. So I have some tips for working with your vagus nerve, and um, I hope that you will give them a try. You've probably heard some of these things before, but you may not have looked at them in the same light that we are looking at them today, because there are so many different ways that you can stimulate your vagus nerve for more health and well-being. And this is by keeping it toned and able to not only respond to distress, but to also be able to put the brake on when the coast is clear and you can relax again, sending those all important messages to the lizard brain to stand down that all is well. The best part is these exercises and tips that I'm about to talk about are all things that you can do for yourself. So first off, I want you to really take to heart being physically active. That's going to look different for each and every one of you, but I want you to consider it. And maybe if you're stuck on a plateau of a kind of physical regime that you've been in for years, let's say, maybe it's time to switch it up and that might be helpful. The next one is, again, something you know already, but I want you to really do it, is to eat a healthy diet. So much of the information that we take in for our own health and wellness comes from the food that we eat. Food is not just nutrients and calories, macros and micros, nutrients. It is information. So I want you to be eating a healthy diet. Again, that is going to be different for many of you, depending on what stage of life you are in and what other health things you are dealing with. This podcast would not be complete without me saying that meditation is really helpful with toning the vagus nerve. And in particular, the loving kindness meditation, the metta meditation, it actually increases heart rate variability. And as a side note, when you have heart rate variability that's high, it means that your body is responsive to both sets of inputs, meaning it's responsive to both the parasympathetic side, which is your peace and calm side, and your sympathetic side, which is your stress side, or your fight or flight side. And this is a sign that your nervous system is balanced when you have high heart rate variability and that your body is very capable of adapting to its environment and that you are performing at your best. So I want you to 
go and check out episode number 387 for the loving kindness meditation and give your vagus nerve some care and work on that heart rate variability. It does us no good to be able to have that gas pedal put to the floor and not know how to use the brake pedal. The brake pedal being our peace and calm, our rest and digest. We want to let go of the gas pedal and be able to respond and move back into that parasympathetic side. And so this is where our heart rate variability can show us how easily we are able to move back and forth. So tone yours up a little bit by doing the loving kindness meditation. That's episode number 387. Other things you can do is singing and humming. I have often talked about singing in the car for people who have anxiety or high stress levels from driving, and it really makes a difference. And the humming is very well known for being able to work on our vagus nerve and tone it up. So you might know some very happy people that hum, or you may know some people who hum when they are stressed. This is probably unconscious for them, but they are doing something that actually helps to bring them back down again. You could do yoga. It's important to be breathing. It's important to do meditation, and it's important for us to be doing exercise. So why not something like yoga, which can, depending on what kind of yoga you're doing, combine all of them. So without further ado, our slow breathing, meaning our slower exhalation and the relaxation of the belly when you are taking your inhale so that the diaphragm can actually flatten out, which stimulates the vagus nerve. But when we are holding our breath or we are only breathing in the short upper third of our lungs, we are not flattening our diaphragm and stimulating the vagus nerve. So give slow breathing with a relaxed belly a try. Cold water is also helpful. I know you heard me say earlier that the vagus nerve reaches into our tongue. So if we are wanting to tone up, we can use cold water in our mouth. We can use cold water on our skin. We can do cold water therapy, but a glass of cold water can really be helpful. And many people with anxiety know this and use this as a tip to help bring them down. Laughter is another one. Get a good belly laugh going. It's good for you all the way around. Gargling also. As can you see, these are all different places in our body where the vagus nerve is present and they are accessible to us through the cold water in our mouth, the breathing by moving our diaphragm. These are things we can do consciously. We can do them on purpose to help ourselves. So the gargling can really help there also. Prayer, again, that will be another one that is giving the message that all is well. Massage, a self-foot massage can really increase vagal activity and heart rate variability. So give yourself a foot massage. Or if you really want to get out there, you could go and get a foot massage, or you could get a pedicure and have the foot massage included. It's awesome. 
Sleeping on your right side can be extremely helpful. So can Tai Chi. Again, this is movement and breathing and awareness all together. Spending time with your pet. This is the act of you being with your animal and actually feeling that it brings the heart rate down and it can actually help with heart rate variability. It is getting the foot off the gas pedal and letting you tap the brake. Coughing can help as can tensing your stomach muscles. Again, you can see we are reaching out to where the vagus nerve is and trying to stimulate it. Eating carbohydrates helps too in that when you eat carbohydrates, insulin is released and insulin activates the vagus nerve. Now, obviously, we're keeping this in a whole body healthy diet. I don't mean for you to be eating candy as your carbohydrate. We also can immerse ourselves in beauty and we can be social. These are all ways that can really help us to tone our vagus nerve. Be an active participant in healing and well-being. Not only will your anxiety decrease by increasing your vagal tone, but your all-around health will be enhanced through these tips and practices I mentioned today. I hope this episode has been helpful and that you will share the show with somebody that may need just a little more peace and calm in their life. We really never know who is suffering in silence. And now for today's quote. When you get rid of the threat reaction, you become calm and more present. The body can then solve problems on a neurophysical level. And that's from Dr. Stephen Porges. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.